1: Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay.
0: So Album for the Day wants to take a minute to really reflect on Album for the Day and how we used to do top five lists all the time. All the time. All the time. And it didn't matter what it was, best rock and roll scream, what's the best drum fill... Best uh,
1: best first track on an album. Best second side opener.
0: Best makeup on stage.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: you know, there's all kinds of categories and all ways to go about that. And we've decided to delve into that a little bit further as we keep going with Album for the Day. Mm-hmm. Album for the Day, as we continue to... Build our own band Mm -hmm. because we've it's not that we haven't been satisfied with what we've been given, Mm. we just feel like if we had a chance to do it, it (laughs) might be different, not better or worse. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, it's a good discussion, anyways. It sure as heck is. Yeah, so uh, last time we were discussing female lead vocalists Mm. and uh, honorable mentions we forgot to mention. Uh, we forgot to mention Shaka Khan
1: that's a shame on us
0: I mean when other groups mention you yep mm. yeah you collab well
1: yep and but I forgot to mention Sade
0: oh dude one of my favorites
1: yep and we even did a we even did an episode about her a while back. And we
0: did. I found the greatest song on that album too, Cherry Pie. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> it just makes me forget that Warren ever existed.
1: Mm, thank God. Let's <laughs> more of that, please.
0: Yes, more Cherry Pie. <laughs>
1: so today, what are we going to talk about?
0: Today we're doing lead vocalist male.
1: Hmm.
0: Let the fireworks begin.
1: Yeah. Thirty um, Mercury. Yeah, oh, you're just going to drop a bomb the the bomb of bombs to start it off.
0: I dropped a Mercury bomb.
1: You dropped a Mercury bomb. I think he may be the greatest performer of all time. For sure. I, you know, there's it's hard to argue. It's a unique
0: sound. You don't think it's anybody else.
1: Yeah, and it's and he fits so well with his band and everybody. Uh, it's just I, uh, I really wish I could have seen him live. Um, I've watched the performances, but it doesn't do justice of being
0: there and seeing. Knowing that I enjoy the video performance so much makes me think about what's being there. Oh,
1: I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Um, All right, so we went to Freddie Mercury Bomb right away. So let's just go to—I'll Well, bring up a couple of singers because they fit so well with me. Otis Redding and Sam Cooke. Those are two of my heavy hitters. I would
0: have been sad if you didn't bring them up together, honestly. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're, they're, they're two of the greatest uh, songwriting R&B legends um, of that era. And, and they to me, collabed well. Oh, with... and to me, Otis Redding, seeing some of his performances live, are just, they're stunning. Absolute stunning. I'd love to see that dude.
0: You know, what would have been really great if you could put Otis Redding on a boat and sell tickets on the pier? That would. <laughs> to see him sing on the dock of the bay? I'd be sitting on the dock of the bay. He'd oh be <laughs> watching God. the tide roll away. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, now, do you bring up John or Paul? That's a good question. I think it's
1: I think it's a I think that's a duo that you can't separate. Because singularly, neither is as good as they are together. You know?
0: Right. I'm gonna write down Lennon McCartney. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. If it's good enough for their songwriting credit, it's It's good good enough for our list. list. Mm -hmm,
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's Uh, not
0: much that isn't good enough for our (laughs) list. Yeah, right. It's
1: yeah, we just start babbling out random stuff. Yeah, well, you have to and you have to go with the King of Rock, Elvis Presley. Early Elvis, late Elvis can go home.
0: Well, then you got to go with the King of Pop, Michael Jackson.
1: Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that uh, Michael Jackson is almost untouchable. Like the dude was a absolute genius. Did you have you ever heard the tapes that he made where he where he was doing like bad but he was like singing all the parts of how he wanted the song to sound. It's brilliant.
0: He was a visionary. Yeah. He doesn't get credit for it. And that. he's like, he
1: wasn't a musician, you know, like in the common sense where he's like, Oh, I'm going to play this song on guitar while I'm singing, whatever. He's making the sounds with his mouth, like beatboxing the, like, here's how the song goes. It's bad. And he, and it's, it's brilliant. It, yeah. we'll, we'll have to post a link to
0: that because it's very, very cool. Now speaking of lead vocals, mm-hmm. this could be arguable. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Paul Simon.
1: Mm. Would Paul Simon be the same without Garfunkel? I mean, we know we got Graceland. I was gonna we say know, I'll we know we know we got, got other albums, Land. but what? But I guess the whole thing with me is. I love Paul Simon. I'm not taking anything away from him. Um, I liked him more with the harmonies of Garfunkel, but I liked his songs of Graceland better than anything else that he ever did. It's like my brain gets torn in half because I'm
0: like, ooh. I'll remove the conflict and move us on to Donald Fagan.
1: Uh, Well, uh, Steely Dan... Is one of the most accomplished bands of all time.
0: And to be fair, he didn't even sing some of the songs on uh, their first album. Huh. And, yeah, man, good stuff. But it's a very unique sound that he brings. I mean, you're going to ask anybody. He's a weird guy. We got into that song with. The Michael O'Mardian episode and mm-hmm. the Christopher Cross thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you're going to talk about weird guys, I don't think you can go anywhere
1: without talking about Bob Dylan. <laughs> you know? This dude was insanely popular from the time he was, what, 20? Like, And he, and he became like an icon in his early 20s. And he was an icon for... Fifty years. Is, I mean, is I mean, he's still, still. I mean, he's still right is. now. I think he could walk down
0: the street now. The without. man played the Victoria's Secret fashion show when he was on Medicare. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's Bob. Since, since we got to bring up Bob, we'll bring up Neil again because oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yet again, a very unique sound. Yeah, you can't really high, mistake for anybody that, else. Yeah, that
1: high-pitched, oh, man, needs I mean, like, he owns it. And not oh, many people... Man, look at
0: my life.
1: Exactly. I'm a lot like you. Now, would you put... Oh, I, See, I give Neil Young style points for that. I do, too. Who else who else earns style voice points his... would you give James Brown as many style
0: points for his char- charisma and the I give him one charisma point for the cape. Mm-hmm. I give him extra charisma points mm. for the embellishment. Mm. You know, the living in America, mm-hmm. Apollo mm-hmm. Creed, mm-hmm. Rocky 4 mm-hmm. scenario. Mm-hmm. Like I give James Brown some extra for that because he was the hardest working man in show business. That's true. And I'm not going to take it away from
1: him. Now, all right. Now, there's some classics, like the Tom Petty's and those kind of dudes, that not necessarily Tom Petty didn't have much range, you know? Oh, Tom he Petty stayed, was he freaking stayed, awesome at Tom Petty. He stayed in his groove. Yep. But like people like Axl Rose. It's not
0: like he was running down a dream or anything. Mm -hmm. Let's see what you did there.
1: (laughs) But people like Axl Rose, he's doing everything from screaming to doing low notes to, I mean, he's hitting, he's doing octave
0: ranges. You know, I start listening to Guns N' Roses and I'm like, all I need is just a little patience. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I listen to Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusion one and Two and I'm like, I love both sides of y'all. That's delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I, and and I think we'd he's be He's gotta be on here. He's gotta be on it. He may not make the band, but we have to
1: talk about yeah, it. I think he'd be the dude who takes over. It'd be like the same like Tina Turner type thing where everybody's just watching him. Jack White, same way. People are gonna be watching him and like not it's not a band anymore,
0: it's it's this. Daltrey, though. Roger Daltrey. Oh, my gosh. Just to be clear, D-A-L-T-R-E-Y, not Mm D-A-U-G-H-T-R-Y. I don't want anybody confusing that. No, definitely not. And if we're going with that era, there's like a bunch of people that fit
1: right there, like with the David Bowies, the Bruce Springsteens. You know who I'd like to bring in? Robert
0: Plants. Brad Delp. Really? Yeah, dude interesting call do you know who I'm talking about not off the top of my head
1: Boston oh yeah dude. yeah and that dude could, he could yeah he could sing the dude could sing dude. There ain't no doubt about it same thing with like I mean Boston to me is kind of that like
0: I don't put him in that greatest of all time, though. You know, like
1: if that people
0: of like I don't put Boston the band in there, but as far his, as vocal range and sustenance, yeah. I'm putting Brad Delp in there because he's. I got I to
1: gotta put Robert Plant if we're doing range oh, and sustenance. You know, love it because that dude just nails it, and and it's also that voice that's so iconic. And so singular, where it's just like you hear it and you're like, oh, who's that? Like, you, there's even so the So, since you
0: bring that up, I'm yeah. gonna bring up Michael Stipe. Yeah. And I'm gonna bring up David Byrne. David Byrne, I love that call. Both of them. Yeah. It's not so much about their vocal range, it's about that uniqueness and what they're bringing to it, where. I have no idea. I've never heard anything like that. You know, that
1: the before. most unique voice I've ever heard is Johnny Cash. I, you know, there's yeah. nothing. He has that He's barit- the original outlaw. Yeah, he's that baritone, you know, bass that just crushes it. And he's got that drawl is what brings you into his voice. And it's just like, oh yeah, dude. Who what? And there's there's not and and you know there's people like you know Kurt Cobain who are the best screamers that that they he can carry that anger through the pit of his stomach while it's, he's got range in it sure but people like Johnny Cash where he was a true like performer singer who who uh, he'd get mad and he'd tell you about the story absolutely but he, then he'd get right back into it. Amazing grace. Yeah, And, you know, this is going to, you know, like somebody who's. So a
0: it, I modern. want to flip a switch to people we don't want on this list. Mm, okay. Jim Morrison. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: I could, I could, I could, I could put that on there.
0: Um if I was as drunk as Jim Morrison, I could sound at least that good. Well, yeah. In my own mind I know I would. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. Uh, there and there's a whole laundry list of people that are that were too messed up to do anything where you're just like, sure. Oh yeah. I mean, you technically you could put Kirk Cobain on that list as well. You know, that's fair. But he, the thing that I saw in performances is he never let it re- get as
0: far as Jim Morrison did. And Morrison just not with the performance. Yeah. Jim was notorious for effing it up on the stage yeah. and like having a complete disrespect for the people that had paid money to be there.
1: So that also means Axel Rose is off the list.
0: I am prepared to cross him off for that reason. Absolutely. You you don't show up three hours late. You don't leave a crowd in Toronto to riot because you refuse to take the stage early when James Hetfield sets himself on fire.
1: Well, to be honest, you know, like James Hetfield that's an accident. He, they could have saved the day. That's what and I'm played saying. a
0: two and a you half hour. The hero of the day. I understand. Oh, that's that <laughs> it's a little pun getting thrown in again. <laughs> nice, <laughs> but you instead the chose chose to be king. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Where is your crown? You know, I really feel like load might have been an expression of unpleasantness I think, I, we,
1: I think we have to put James Hetfield on this list now. <laughs>
0: Happy price, go to your happy price, price line.
1: Oh, now, and under, okay, what about underrated people? Tom York. Tom York. Robert Smith. Can we put old Vaden on there? Absolutely. Vaden Todd Lewis from the Toadies. Uh, We actually recently saw them perform, and that dude has still got it. That band still has it. Um, his voice, uh, man, you want to talk about a powerful voice coming out of a, a smaller dude where you're just like, what? What a nice surprise. What a nice surprise.
0: Are you going to show us your dark secret now? Mm, he did. He did indeed. So here's the debate. Is it Bond Scott or <laughs> Brian Johnson? <sighs> Gosh, you got me both are I'm going with
1: Johnson. I think I got to go with Johnson was able too. to
0: pick up the ball and, and keep, keep making forward not, progress. Not just,
1: not just make forward progress, but to turn the band into a better band, upper echelon
0: and, and yeah. not
1: waste the talent that was there. Yep. You know,
0: I Because if anybody lesser had jumped into that role, ACDC dc might not have been the know, force back in black. Was the first album they had?
1: It's it's hard to believe that that what they did after after Bon Scott, their front man, passed. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think we also have. I mean, like we got Prince yet again. You know, like the dude just does it all, and same thing. Where, where you have him in the guitar player you have him in a, all these different categories I still don't think he I don't think he ever really gets the prize though because
0: it's always his it's vision. Always his even thing. when he's with other people it's his, it's because it's he's all prince because he but put the groups together yeah but he's prince um yeah would you
1: put Bob Marley on a list like this?
0: Uh, see he's one of those I love those, Bob Marley in so many ways
1: I think he's got such a good groove and
0: I think that his voice is so I think soothing the band would be able to take the stage though
1: let's <laughs> <laughs> have Willie Nelson open it up somebody go in the back and start it up imagine the smoke off with Bob Marley and Willie Nelson
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Snoop Dogg is in the back we haven't even gotten to that yeah I know now, do you put rappers in this? Is that a... I mean, we're talking about vocalists. That's a good question. I, I don't think I can.
0: We didn't do it with the females.
1: That's true. Well, we had Lauren Hill.
0: Yeah, but Lauren Hill sings. That's
1: true. I mean, I've certainly not heard Killer Mike
0: <laughs> I mean, out, out throwing oh, nothing but bars. Lord have mercy. <laughs> um yeah i mean no we don't yeah we could
1: yeah we could um you know you know one of my underrated underrated singers is al green that dude i watched him perform at uh jazz fest in new orleans and this dude walked up he was he started handing out roses to all the ladies in the front row and this dude jumped up and he grabbed one of the roses al green literally stopped the show and he was like my brother my brother my brother he's like i'm sorry these roses ain't for you we're giving these to the ladies today and like had this whole thing and whatever the guy like turned around and gave the gave the rose to his uh Girl, his wife, or whatever, and then Al Green was like, "Oh, I get it now. My bad. My bad. Like, I see what you're doing." And then he's like, but he, I got, was totally "He got totally yeah, He got, yeah, oh, he did roast him. And then the guy had to explain, like, "No, I wanted to give a flower from you to her." And then he got the girl to come up there and give her a flower itself. But it was a great, great moment at a show, and I've always loved Al Green for that.
0: Do you get a pick with the Eagles?
1: No, I'm not even no is a big no on my end
0: Hmm. i I love their harmonies together but i can't separate one from the group but you've seen the big lebowski too many times is what you're telling me Mm, probably okay yeah so anyway um liam gallagher is definitely on your list no definitely not on my list uh george michael should be oh i do love george michael uh, Gary Loris from the Jayhawks.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. That's a very really good one. Ray, death, Ray Charles is a good one too. I love his soul yeah. singing voice. Yeah, because it's I, it's I, it's different. John Popper is so different than so many people. Ryan Adams, um, he's too big of a kind of a asshole. Or- we're, we're cutting in, we're cutting him on a diva rule. Yeah, I gotta cut him on a diva rule. Okay. You know? What about Michael Hutchins? Maybe. I see, but I'd put there's there's people I would put over oh, like Billy Joel and like Bruno Mars and some people I'd put in just to see what they would do with other people that we already have, you know? Now would you put Daryl Hall or John Oates in? Oates. Oates, Oates, because he's got the harmonies, and we have Daryl Hall on piano already. <laughs> That's right. That's...
0: <laughs> we're gonna sneak we're gonna, in Oates on a waiver
1: wire.
0: Vetter, Bono,
1: oh. Weiland, Chris Cornell, Chris freaking Cornell, one of the greatest singers of the '90s. Shannon Hoon, you could put in the same category.
0: Cornell Hoon,
1: Weiland, Lane Staley. I mean, Staley. there's a whole there's a whole can of
0: worms that just got opened right there. That's you know, oh man. You know, man. As big of a fan as I am, and we've seen this band numerous times, I'm not prepared to put Ketus on this list.
1: I am nowhere near putting him on the list because he's more of a. Yeah. No, uh-uh. no, he's not a singer. He's like, he started off as like a rap thing and then evolved into a singer, but it's not particularly good, you know, especially recently. And I mean, you said
0: put but, Michael McDonald down, right? Oh God, no. Okay. Never mind. Uh, I would put, uh, I would put to, to tell you how big of a
1: no that is for me. I would put Trey Anastasio down singing above Michael McDonald. I'm going to put Eddie Kendricks down. (laughs) Okay. I'd put Bruce Springsteen on the list. That dude's got some passion. And, you know, like, his songwriting ability? mm, Bar none. Oh.
0: Lewis. Huey. Boom. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. He collaborates great with groups. Mm -hmm. And he's got a unique sound. Um... Alright, so I've I've been kind of the
1: front runner of going first here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to you to give your top couple, whatever it is. Three, five, what do you think? Where are you at? Jeez, man,
0: let's do five on this one.
1: Yeah, this is a this is a good one. I mean it's it's pretty big.
0: Um, I'm gonna go with and I'm pulling one uh out of the pocket at the last second. John Fogarty. Oh, I love that. That's a great call. Um, George Michael. Love it. Scott Weiland. Man,
1: so of all the 90s, you're going Scott Weiland. I love that. That's good. I like that. Scott
0: Weiland literally, I mean, except for maybe Cornell, proved to be the most versatile out of all of them.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't Um, agree with you more.
0: And... um, Mm. gosh I
1: can, I can start my five because you, you, you started me Chris, Chris Cornell is, was my so you got Cornell yeah. and, and what you were saying there is and I, and I couldn't agree with you more is Scott Wyland and Chris Cornell came out of that generation to me being the, the, the two that you knew you knew what you were getting and Scott Weiland, like even from like Lady Picture Show and the later stuff with Stone Temple Pilots his solo album is so good it's so good, and it. I. It's that thing of pick a bad album from Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, that's right, there isn't one. Not really. Pick a bad Chris Cornell album. Oh wait, there isn't one. I mean, it, even from Audio Slave and all the stuff he did, his solo album.
0: Dude, is Audio Slave ridiculous. was awesome. It's so
1: good. Wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute. You want to fill in for, for Zach, Zach and Dylan Rage them. Against the Machine? Yeah.
1: And All right, let's try so yes. this.
0: And it's, and it's so – it's just it's, – it's unbelievable. Well, I think both of those groups were kind of like, oh, man, was this even meant to be? Yeah. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm putting uh, – with Chris Cornell, I'm putting Johnny Cash. I'm putting Otis Redding. I'm putting Robert Plant. And I'm putting Freddie Mercury. That's going to be my top five.
0: Um, and so I said Wyland, Fogarty, and Michael. Yep. I was going to say Cash, but just to round out a 10 between mm-hmm. the both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to throw in Brian Johnson. I'll do like that. And uh, Michael Stipe.
1: hmm I like Michael Stipe. He's not, he's somebody that to me is kind of that even keel dude. Um, I, I love seeing, he's such an introspective dude and his lyrics are so amazing that it's like, it, you know, I, I just love, I love
0: REM and what they've done. Um, I am a huge fan of REM. You yeah. know that. Oh, I used yeah. to have a poster of Michael Stipe on my wall. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this, man. I'm real glad that Michael Stipe doesn't have any hair anymore. And here's why. Because now we can just look at that head and be like, that's where all the thoughts come from. That's true. Look at that. That is true.
1: And he's got the beard to match it now. At least he did the last time I saw him. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Pandemic
0: gave the man a Mm. Mm. ZZ top beard. Yeah, he's, keep he's waiting stipe. on that Stipe Gibbons collaboration <laughs> to come out. Let's hope that
1: happens. <laughs> so if I'm if if I've got to pick, if I've got to pick, I think Freddie Mercury is my one seed. Chris Cornell's my two seed, and Otis Redding's my three. I, I think I got I think I have to do it that in that order. But everything's debatable. I could I could literally pick up and, and be fine with any of those at any given day.
0: I'm going to go with uh, Fogarty in first. Ooh, interesting. And... What a great
1: voice, though. Wildman like second. He's got that Cajun sound. I love it.
0: Yeah, he's from California. I But know. you'd swear yeah. he wasn't. Ah, see? It's just like, ooh, I love that note. Yeah. Yeah. Down around the bend. Uh-huh. Um, i want to go with Fogarty... Fogarty Johnson Stipe. Awesome. So yeah, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, it's hard to argue. Like it's
1: he's like he's the greatest. You watch his performances and you're just like, holy sh holy
0: sugar mess. And I'm like, <clears throat> Because literally, you think about it and you think about George Michael, yeah. He but then you be, think he about Wouldn't, Freddie,
1: wouldn't be he, George Michael George Michael wouldn't, wouldn't have existed, wouldn't without, have existed Freddie. without Freddie.
0: No,
1: you know, and all the frontmen, the guys doing with Scott Weiland. You think he'd be doing the things he was doing without Freddie Mercury? You know, like, yeah. Mm. So, Not,
0: uh, yeah. Freddie.
1: Well, uh, I'm glad you guys are here to join our discussion. Uh, thanks for listening. Um. yeah Um. album for the day check us out on Twitter at album the number for the day be sure to follow subscribe wherever you listen to us if you have any comments to make about our ridiculous conversations please feel free to email us
0: I love hate mail <laughs>
1: hate mail is the best <laughs> album for the day at gmail.com uh, thanks for listening and uh, I'll see you when we see you
0: I want it all
1: yeah yeah I want want it
0: all. all, I want it all, and I want it now.